Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. This was a finals broadcast from the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference, or Super Region 3 as it's called in Division 2, from March the 1st, 2009 at Southwest Minnesota State in Marshall, Minnesota. Coming to you live, this is the Wrestling 411. Keeping the wrestling community locked down with the latest news and coverage tighter than any pinning combination. This is the 411 Wrestling 411. This is the 411 Wrestling 411. Light speed coverage like electrical bolts. We up 24 7 like a heartbeat's pulse. And this is the 411. If you want the results, if it happens on the math, then we got a report. And this is wrestling, man, the realest sport that's around. And if you didn't know about it, this is how it's going down. International coverage to them NCAAs. Everything on demand, and you can have it your way with the latest recruits, rankings, focus, interviews. Who, what, when, and where with the latest. On the news, want a technique tip or something really entertaining? Here's a double light glass that'll keep you motivated. Got you training like a madman, getting it done on how to break him and take him until you make it number one. Coming fresh up off the press, you were about to get some. And on to the wrestling 411. This is the 411 wrestling. 411. This is the 411 wrestling. 411. Do and one, and that's going to end the first period. We're going to see who gets the call here. Flip the coin. It's going to go to Surratt. He defers. And Forstner goes neutral to start the second period. It is 2-1 in favor of Forstner in the purple singlet. Wearing the green ankle band. He's scored the lone takedown of the match off of a shot by Surratt, close to putting him to his back, but did not. An exciting move there as we have about one minute and 35 seconds to go here in the second period. Shot by Forstner and switches off to a double nice. gets the takedown. He is now up four to one and he has just gotten one minute of riding time. He needed five seconds, he got it. So he leads five to one with one minute and 15 seconds to go in the second period. Very solid effort, being very tenacious here is Forstner coming in as the top seed. Hasn't been tested, had one match to get here. Basically needs to prove that he belongs as a, as a leader on this Minnesota State team. One minute remaining here in the second period at 125 pounds. This is the finals of the Super Regional 3 tournament, or as we like to call it, the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference. That's basically what it is. I don't know the only conference in Division Two with all of its members, at least in terms of all wrestling members, in one conference. There's no affiliates here. 38 seconds to go. The remnants of the old North Central Conference, so one of the toughest conferences in the history of Division Two. Uh, with a new tradition and a new history, a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new. 
right here looking for this first north north northern sun championship here in Marshall, Minnesota. Coach Jim Mikofsky, Valley City State, the only coach in all of college wrestling who went to Valley City State College. And they no longer have the program there. We are 10 seconds to go in this first, excuse me, second period. Stall warning looked like on Surratt. Stall warning against Surratt as the period expires here. It will be 4-1 to one in favor of Andy Forstner of Minnesota State Mankato. Interesting He's, note, Pat Tim of Northern State, one of two coaches who call South Dakota State their alma mater in of college wrestling. So little nuggets of information brought to you by Wrestling 411. And looking for the head there as they roll through. Now he's going to get two on the reversal. It's two on the reversal. That makes the score six to one. And Forster just looking, uh, looking tough. Surratt looks broke here. Forster does look tough. Has had one match so far this afternoon. That was a ten to three win over the four seed Al Meager of Augustana. So you got to figure, Jason, he's pretty fresh going into this finals. With only one match under his belt, but that's he earned. Well, that's that. all Surratt had too, but he had a much tougher match in the semifinals. Oh, did he ever? With that win over Kyle Padretti. One twelve, over three minutes of riding time now in favor of Forster and Surratt, just really not being able to muster anything on top, on bottom, or neutral. Just really being worked here. One minute to go in the match. Riding time is going to be in favor of Forstner. He's racked up three minutes and 15 seconds so far. That cannot be erased. So with a five-point lead and you're assured of a writing time point, might be thinking bonus points here as Forstner goes into the last 49 seconds of this 125-pound final of the Super Regional 3 tournament. So right, trying to switch right off the whistle. 43 seconds to go. Forster just riding tough. He's not really doing a whole lot on top, but he is riding at least tough enough to keep Surratt from building any type of base. He's got the inside wrist. And now there's a stall warning on Surratt. One point for Forster. And now Forster says, okay, now let's have some fun. So he cuts Surratt loose. Now 7-2. to 8-2 if you're considering your riding time. One more takedown. We'll give him the major. In on a nice high IC. Going to try to take that single. Surratt going to try to step around. Got a cross face trying to defend. Forster could headhunt here in this situation. Surratt looking for a cradle on the far side. Actually had it locked up. So Forstner is going to take an 8-2 decision and win regional championship at 125 pounds for Minnesota State University of Mankato. Andy Forster, your champion at 125. Now wrestling on that to the 130. We are moments away from the final of the 133-pound weight class. 
You're going to see Trevor Franklin of Upper Iowa University. He's the top seed. He is going to be in the black and Columbia blue singlet there. It has the stripe on the side. Going against Josh Williams of St. Cloud State. He has the black and red singlet. He is the three seed. Franklin has had one match on the afternoon, an 8-0 win over Tim Hanneberg of Minnesota State. This was a close match. The last time they wrestled, it was 1-4-3 by Trevor Franklin back in the dual meet. That was back the day after Valentine's Day, so February 15th. Franklin in on a single-leg takedown attempt here near the edge of the mat. And switches off to the double, gets the takedown as they go out of bounds. And they're going to go back to the center with Franklin taking the early 2-0 lead in the first period. 25-4 on the year is Franklin for Upper Iowa. While Williams, a senior coming in 12-5, that was prior to this tournament, picked up two more wins. So 14-5 was the tournament's third seed. Well, second at the Husky Open and second at the Menlo Invitational this year. Odd that St. Cloud would go at the Menlo. It's the Bay Area of California. But Of course, you had a chance to see Williams earlier this year as they wrestled St. John's in a Minnesota Division II versus Division III match in which Williams was a winner over Mogi Batar. At 133 pounds. Very solid wrestler in Division Three. We are still at 2-0. Franklin, your leader right now on top, riding with the leg in. One minute and 35 seconds to go in this first period. And he is racking up a little bit of riding time there, too, in the process. Getting close to that minute that we talk a lot about. The riding time point could play a factor here. He does have that one minute of riding time with one minute and 15 seconds to go in this first period. Now over one minute. Williams up to his feet. Franklin. Uh, Wood cut him free. Williams tries to turn and face him, but Franklin grabs and snatches the leg back up instead of riding from the top position. Now he's going to get hit for stalling. It should stop the clock here if they hit the top man for stalling, but they do not. One-point escape. For Williams, that should be a bad time situation. If you hit the top man for stalling, you must stop the clock. Actually saw that situation uh, pan out in the double-A state finals a couple weeks ago. They went and added on 14 seconds back to the clock because they didn't stop the clock with the top man stalling with the legs in. 40 seconds to go in the first period. Trevor Franklin of Upper Iowa leading, and he is in on a shot. In pretty deep, too. Williams trying to pick the ankle the other side. Franklin reverses his field, picks him up, and drops him to the mat for a takedown. So 4-1 to one in favor of Trevor Franklin of Upper Iowa University, coached by Heath Grimm. The Peacocks came into the championship, these final championship rounds in fourth place. I'm sure they're moved into at least third by now, depending on the point totals. And gives up an escape with under five seconds. A little bit of a yeah. mental let up there. Bob yeah, it's a short time Franklin. escape. You don't really want to give him up like that. But from what we've seen of Franklin in the first period, two takedowns, 
looked solid on both attempts there. Was able to uh, kind of get a nice, uh, especially in that last one, Jason really kind of took it to him. Was able to lift him up in the air, slammed him right back to the mat, got the takedown. Took a 4-1 lead, but gave up the escape with five seconds to go. He now leads 5-2, excuse me, 4 Now he's got a cradle locked up. Going to try to drive it over. Williams doing what he can to fight it. Franklin driving over. Looking for near fall. Still hasn't broken criteria yet. Williams trying to scoot around. And now Franklin still has it locked. Dangerously close to criteria here. And now Williams. Williams has got his own set of near fall points. Looks like up. Now who's got who here? I really can't tell, Kyle. Franklin set, trying to settle. They come out, so two near fall for Franklin. Now Williams going to step around. Actually, he almost had a cradle of his own. It was a called three near fall there, so that makes the score Rare seven. reverse cradle. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> I've actually seen that one other time. 55 seconds to go here in the second period. Trevor Franklin, your top seed from Upper Iowa... Currently leads seven to two. He has three minutes and one second of writing time. On the restart here, 50 seconds to go in the match. Franklin on top, writing. He scored on a cradle. Got the three-point near fall. Williams works up, trying to get the escape. He does. He turns in, gets the escape. That means it's now 7-3. to three. Trevor Franklin leading right now with 30 seconds to go in the second period over Josh Williams of St. Cloud State. Nice little slide-by attempt there. Goes for the lateral drop, but it's out of bounds. They're Great counter. Neutral. Great counter. Almost gave up two and just kept popping, moving, boom. <laughs> you see Brett Favre. No, I'm sorry. just... 15 seconds to go in the second period, 7-3. to three. Trevor Franklin, your top seed at 133 pounds, currently leading. Five seconds to go here. doesn't look like either wrestler is going to make a real attempt to score. Although they do go on the edge of the mat there, a little slide-by attempt. They're going to go into the third period. Choice goes to Trevor Franklin. He will take down. He has a guaranteed riding time point. Yeah, Score 318. There's seven to three. Nothing you can do about it now. Third period. It's our second match of ten here in the finals. Jason Bryant here along with Kyle Klingman. Been with you uh, throughout the day in conjunction with northernsun.tv and our little outfit, the wrestling411.tv on the web, www.wrestling411.tv. Our first Northern Sun Championships, hopefully of many, out here in the arid, temperate zone of Marshall, Minnesota. One minute and 30 seconds to go in the match. We have Josh Williams on top riding, even though he is behind right now. 
by a score of 7-3 to three on the scoreboard. One minute and 15 seconds to go in the match. Trevor Franklin on bottom, but he is leading. And we're going to see if he can get out here. He has already been hit for stalling, so we're going to see if a second stall call comes. Looks like it as the official puts the puts the whistle in the mouth. There it goes. Oh, stalemate. Stalemate goes back to the center. 56 seconds ago in this 133-pound final. And just as important who the champion is, this plays a big factor in the seeding at the NCAA tournament. It's all blind draw, D2, remember? That's true. <laughs> D3 seeds and D1 everything seeds. Everything I just said on that last comment, <laughs> Jason Bryant corrected me. I didn't mean to do should. it like that. No, I'm but glad you Hey. I just think it's, I mean, that's why. If I'm wrong, I need to be corrected. Oh, whoa, there's a slam. That definitely hurt a uh, illegal slam. Williams is like, ah, it didn't hurt. That's the same type of slam uh, Brent Metcalf hit Bubba Jenkins with in the you finals last year. I thought it should have been. Watch the tape. Williams, on this case, he popped right up. Williams now in on a double. Teams have just aggravated him. Now he's going to score two. Really eight to six. how this match has kind of progressed. Eight to six with 20 seconds to go in this match. Got that leg trapped. If he can crank him over with that Turk. I don't think he's got enough time, but it's eight to six. It's going to be nine to six, unless Williams can do something from the top position. But yeah, you have to return your man. You cannot be completely off the mat. Your body cannot be off the mat when your opponent lands. You have to be on the mat. That was just kind of a plant, but it was a nine to six victory for Trevor Franklin with riding time, giving Upper Iowa its first champion of the night. On deck on mat two will be the 149-pound championship between Tommy Abbott of Minnesota State Nankato and Jacob Roberts of St. Cloud. So we got Gabe Suarez of St. Cloud and J.R. Baker of Upper Iowa. As your champion was Trevor Franklin of Upper Iowa over Josh Williams of St. Cloud State. And now we go back to St. Cloud in Upper Iowa here at 141 pounds. And we have Gabe Suarez, your second seed from St. Cloud State. He was a 3-1 winner over Jay Shearer of Augustana in the semifinals. He's going against J.R. Baker of Upper Iowa. Had that big pin over top seed John Putnam in the semifinals. The second pin he's had over Putnam this season. And that's why he's in this championship final. Yeah, that's a uh, very solid mark. He's the four seed, but coming in 26-9. and nine, and has picked up two wins. He's 28-9 coming into this championship final. As the four seed, Putman was ranked number two in the nation. Suarez coming in as the number two seed. Had a major decision in the opening round. Two minutes to go in this first period. He's 23 and 9 this season, so 24, 25, and 9. They have met previously this season. Let's look up where it was. Almost positive. This is your championship final at 100. You know they have not pounds. met this year. They have not met this year. Uh, do not see Suarez and Baker's name. 
in our season record reports. So very odd. So maybe Suarez was out. Poked at. Let's go back to what we were talking about earlier. Do, what do you think? Do you think they should seed for the? Uh, I think they should. Division two. I think they should, but I, you know, it's kind of a blind draw where it, it's not really a blind draw, but it's, you know, region four versus region one, and then region two versus region three. Uh, as far as placement goes. So one's going to face a four and a two's going to face a three. But sometimes the, the best three guys in the, in the, in the nation are in, especially in a 16-man bracket, might be in the same region. I mean, you're going to have th- four or five guys that could be All-Americans based on and out of two regions up top, whereas nobody's down low. So it creates situations where you're going to have guys wrestling for All-American spots in round one versus the All-American round. I do think D2 needs a little bit more of a – you get 16. They're actually kind of like, yeah, 40-some schools, 16 turn tournament. Where I really think they need more qualifiers is Division Three, 90-something schools, and you only get 16-man brackets or average 60, 160 qualifiers. That's ridiculous. And this is where wrestling's growing is Division Two and Division Three. Look at this. Suarez in on a low single leg shot. One minute to go in this first period. Can he score Suarez in? Can he cut the corner here, switch off to a double potentially. He's got Baker in trouble. He is going to switch off and get the takedown. It's he two, beats yeah. two to zero See, with Baker, 40 seconds to go in the first period. Baker did win in a match 11 to one against St. Cloud State earlier this year, but that was against Joseph Hurt in the dual meet earlier, actually late in February. So uh, Suarez was not in action on February 8th against Upper Iowa in their NSIC dual meet. So a 2-0 lead, 20 seconds to go. Winding down for Gabe Suarez. St. Cloud. And now a reversal. Oh, no, not yet. Still in control of Suarez as Baker trying to come out. Almost cleared his leg, almost got the reversal. Now he's just trying to work on the escape. What do you think, Kyle? That's pretty crazy. No points. Yep, tries to work on the escape, doesn't get any points. Still 2-0 to zero in favor of Gabe Suarez of St. Cloud. He is going to take the down position to start the second period. Suarez has accumulated 45 seconds of riding time. And some of that's going to be chipped away right away at the second period as Baker attempts to ride. Suarez trying to turn and face, trying to clear his clear his wrists now. According to the note we just received, Suarez was uh, out of town at a funeral that day. They were supposed to wrestle Upper Iowa. So, of course, they're also rubbing it in, saying it was 78 degrees in Southern California today. 78 degrees. What is it here? Four. Negative. Like negative, like negative four, or like negative, no, I'm was, wrong. It, was it wasn't ne- four. No, negative four uh, this morning oh. at least. Great. One minute and 30 seconds to go in this second period. Suarez needs to shake. Gets out. Gets the one-point escape. So now a three-to-zero lead with 11 seconds of riding time over J.R. Baker. Listed as Stephen Baker in our season record forms, but goes by J.R. Took a little chunk out of that riding time. Now down to 11 seconds. One minute and 15 seconds to go in this second period. Suarez is pretty tough. I'm impressed by what I've seen from him today. Really hung with uh, Shearer there and got that big win 
in the semifinals to make the finals here today. And now he's going to snap and spin. It wasn't exactly a bad shot by Baker, but Suarez made it one. You know, the little go-behind to take a 5-0 lead with under a minute to go here in the second period at 141 pounds. Look now that. looking for the fall. He's getting a count. He gets it. Two near fall. Drives that claw right over. That was just pure power there, that Kyle. Was pure power, and he got the count. He got a, at least a three count there, and he takes a 7-0 lead. Rolling right now. Good match for Suarez. 20 seconds to go in this second period. Getting back some of that riding time he lost. And if he rides out, he's going to pick that back up. Riding tough switches off to a leg, brings him back down to the mat. It's like Baker tried to go ago. for an inverted cement mixer there. So he was kind of in a situation where he could sag his butt back down, get the front headlock, and throw the underhook over the near arm. 7-0 with riding time, and Baker's going to have the choice, and he's going to start down. Do you need caffeine, Mr. Klingman? No, I don't. I gave up pop. I could have had a V8. <laughs> Actually, I did have a V8 this morning. I'm doing great, man. This is exciting to be here <laughs> at the Super Regional 3 in Marshall, Minnesota. Last two minutes of this 141-pound final 7-1 to one now after the escape by Baker. So 8-1 with riding time. If you are already scoring the riding time as a point. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chum. Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Baker has his work to do here. He needs to get going on some takedown attempts. Both wrestlers have already qualified for the National Tournament in Houston. One minute and 30 seconds to go here. 7-1 to lead for Gabe Suarez Houston. of St. Cloud State. Stall warning on Baker. Suarez in trying to do something. Suarez does not like where he's at right now. I think I don't know if he was trying to signal for injury time or not. He's definitely trying to get out of that situation. He did not like it. That's for sure. A minute to go. 104 on the restart. We are neutral. 141 pounds. Baker goes underneath. Suarez nearly comes around again. Doubles off. Drives. Still hasn't scored his two yet. Still in control of the arm. And what the heck do we got here? A little scramble, a little flurry, no action. Out of bounds. Good wrestling there. Yeah, good good wrestling. wrestling. Interesting position there. Looked like Suarez was pretty much a lock to get that takedown, but... Baker scrambled out well. 
come back to the center. 45 seconds to go in this match. 7-1 lead for Suarez. He's put on a really nice match here with getting back points in the second period. Takedowns has really dominated this match through and through. 25 to go. One more takedown would give him a major decision. And we have a stall call here on Suarez, but I don't think it's going to mean a whole lot in the outcome of this match. Baker now trying to use a front headlock to his advantage. Suarez trying to hang on the leg, blocking with that left hand. And three, two, and one, and that's going to be Eight your to final. one. Eight to one. Gabe Suarez of St. Cloud State, your winner. He is your Super Regional 3 Tournament champion at 141 pounds. Now wrestling on Matt to the 149-pound championship between Tommy Abbott of Minnesota State University, Mankato, and Jacob Roberts of St. Cloud State University. On deck on Matt 2 is the championship of the 157-pound weight class between Travis L. Up next at 149 pounds, top seed Tommy Abbott of Minnesota State Mankato. He will face Jacob Roberts, the third seed of St. Cloud State. Tommy Abbott in the purple singlet with the black stripe. Jacob Roberts in the black singlet with the red and white stripe on the side. Third straight wrestler for St. Cloud State into the finals. That's probably that's a big reason why they're in, they were in second place coming in. And right now, Roberts really really a long wrestler driving in with a double leg, trying to score two on the edge. Tommy Abbott says nope. Abbott has not looked very good. Hasn't. Jason. Nation's top-ranked wrestler at 149 pounds. Has not looked very good this tournament. Had a one-point win in the first round. Had a two-point win in the second round. Uh, got a real long wrestler here in Jake Roberts. Abbott goes underneath, tries to secure that double. Roberts trying to lock in the crotch. Abbott trying to step around. Elevating now. Gonna trying to drop and cut back. Seat belt ride applied by Roberts. Abbott sitting back, cuts him back again, doubles off, boom, nice. Boy, that's uh, that's as good as we've seen him look in this tournament. Just way to stick with that, gets the takedown, takes the 2-0 lead, does Tommy Abbott with two minutes and three seconds to go in this first period. And believe it or not, in the dual meet, Roberts was a winner over Tommy Abbott, 7-6. So we got a interesting rematch. Actually, take here. that back. No, he lost seven. I'm looking at the season record for him, trying to compare it here. Because we go back to the start here. It's two to zero in favor of Tommy Abbott of Minnesota State Mankato. He's your top seed. And they both have them winning. The season record for both has them winning. So that really helps. <laughs> Well, we'll try to get to the bottom of that, but they're going to decide it no matter. Whatever, what. regardless, it was close. So you want to, you know, you want to blame the the stats companies for this stuff. Consider that's entered by both teams. Somebody's wrong. <laughs> Somebody's wrong. I don't know if it's it. Who are we going to blame? Costanzo or Mikoski? <laughs> I like them both, so it's hard to blame. I'm going to blame John May. <laughs> Good call. Blame the heavyweight. Blame the heavyweight. Computer problem, blame the heavyweight. One minute and ten seconds to go here in the first period. Tommy Abbott, 149 pounds, 
currently leads two to one. I like this Roberts kid. Yeah, he's been impressive all tournament. That'd be a real Look at problem. what he's done. Technical fall in the first match over Jacob Boutros of Northern State. Gets a pin over Mike Long of Augustana, second seed in the semifinals. So he's had a dominating performance up to this point, Jason. Mike Long, this is a very good region, 49, with Abbott, Roberts, Long, and even Albrecht. I thought he looked decent in stages today. Had two major decisions, lost a long 8-5 to five for third. Remember, remember, Kyle, the last time we saw Tommy Abbott, at least both of us, we noticed how he'd kind of sit on his he sit on his knees and really attack from there. Just an irritating presence at times, yeah. but he's, he seems to be successful from there. Has uh, really been slowed today, has not looked great in terms of his overall, uh, well, what I've seen him wrestle. Yeah, and even uh, just I've seen him wrestle since he was a freshman three, two, in high four, school. 3-2-4-2 uh, for the top Rated wrestler in the nation. Yeah, Bombstad's not even qualifying for nationals. So we're five seconds to go in the first period. Tommy Abbott leads two to one. Roberts will win the toss. He will defer the choice. Abbott will probably go down. Mankato with one champion, Andy Forstner. Of Minnesota State Mankato beat Corbin Surratt of Northern State 8-2 at 125 pounds. Then Trevor Franklin at 133 of Upper Iowa gave the Peacocks their first championship with a 9-6 decision over Josh Williams of St. Cloud State at 133 pounds. Gabe Suarez of St. Cloud, a winner over J.R. Baker 8-1 at 141 pounds. And that brings us right here at 149 pounds with Tommy Abbott of Mankato on your screen up up to his feet. Trying to break the grip. Spins around, gets the reversal. Two on the edge. And to take a 4-1 lead. Riding time going to start going out of bounds. So Abbott with the switch right there on the edge. Taking a 4-1 lead. Coach Jay Bastianelli. Probably watching on from somewhere in Delaware. Newark or Wilmington. As is uh, Tom Abbott Sr., one-point escape for Jake Roberts. Of course, that name synonymous with the Beast of the East. Yep, that's the same family, folks. Nice snap and spin for Tommy Abbott. Going to get control for two, and Roberts just kind of sad to sit there and take it. Abbott with an inside, inside wrist, at least trying to control the inside ties. Forty seconds of riding time and counting with a minute and five to go here in the second period. 149 pounds in the finals of the Northern Sun Conference Championships or Super Regional Three from right here at Southwest Minnesota State in Marshall, Minnesota. Abbott now breaking him down inside with the inside wrist. Now works over to a bar. Now over one minute of riding time for Abbott. The sophomore, returning All-American. And stalling on top. Abbott's going to get dinged. So we'll restart with 25 seconds to go. 6-2 lead for Tommy Abbott. 7.26 Central Time here 
We appreciate you joining us. Jason Bryant here of Wrestling 411 on the call. Kyle Klingman has walked away from his post momentarily. We'd like to thank the folks at the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference for allowing us to provide the play-by-play audio commentary for this broadcast and of other Northern Sun wrestling events throughout the course of the year. We've been at Mankato twice and now out here at Southwest Minnesota State. End of the second period, 6-3 lead for Tommy Abbott. It looks like we got blood time. So Roberts will have the choice going into the third period. And it's a pretty safe bet. Says he's going to take down. Abbott now with the inside wrist. And cuts Roberts loose, so it's 6-4, to four riding time. Minute and 54, and Abbott goes in underneath on a double and works on a single and switches off, trying to work up, grabs the near ankle, boom, two on the takedown, so now 8-4. to four. Time working up. Abbott works up from the ankles. Kyle Klingman coming back to join us. Problems? No, no, no. <laughs> Just needed to go for a three-mile run in the middle of the finals. <laughs> well, I wish I could get that much in that quick. That'd be sweet. Without your face freezing because it's zero degrees outside. Oh. One-point escape for Roberts on the edge. That supporting port still in. We'll go back to neutral. So eight to five. Abbott has riding time secured. Looking a lot better, scoring more points in this period than he in this match than he has the previous two. Yeah. Abbott kind of coming around. Those long arms snaking that far right leg. Thirty-seven seconds to go. Third period. Tommy Abbott leading eight to five. This is the third straight St. Cloud State wrestler we've seen in the finals. Josh Williams lost at 133. Gabe Suarez won at 141 pounds. Abbott with a nice little pass by there on the edge, kind of pounds, uh, bangs the head down, slides right on by. 10 to 5 with 15 seconds to go. And it looks like with riding time, it's going to be 11 to 5. So Tommy Abbott saves his best performance for last, wins 3 2 and 4 2, then picks up an 11 to 5 win in the finals over the three seed Jacob Roberts of St. Cloud State. Tommy Abbott, your winner of Minnesota State Mankato. And we'll see them both at the end. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. National tournament. In a couple weeks. So, uh, big Tom Abbott. We'll be happy out there in Delaware. His son's a champ. And with 157 pounds, we have top-seeded Travis Elg of Minnesota State Mankato. He got here via a 7-1 win over Taylor Nagel. As Jason mentioned, a lot of Nagels, seems like, in Minnesota. And a fall over Talon Wald of Moorhead in the semifinals. He's going against Travis Eggers, who has looked good so far. He uh, he picked up a big win over the second seed. Stop the action here. We have an illegal hold. So Elg is basically going to start in the first eight seconds with a uh, free point. Remember these two last time? Uh, Eggers was out to a, a fairly sizable well, what sizable lead? He was up two nothing with a lot of riding time, and then Elg came back and just decided yeah. to punish him the rest yep. of the way. Elg's first match back in the lineup was back then. We were there for the match. Now, same type of situation. Eggers going to score with a pass by again. Elg, a very small wrestler in terms of size compared to Eggers, all American last year, one hundred and forty-one pounds. This is going to be a fun match. I got a feeling, Mr. Klingman. Oh, I uh, think your feeling is right. Uh, looks We've like we got a banana split already. Looks like a banana split. Eggers is going to try to force him over. Look at this banana split. No near fall. Give credit to Elg there for not giving up any near fall points in that situation. Wow. And give credit to Jason. He's right. This has been one heck of a match already. It's 2-1, to one, but there's been a lot of action in the first 57 seconds of this match. And last time, as he mentioned, it was an outstanding match. I believe it started off the dual meet. Am I right on that? Yeah, I believe we started at 49. We started at 49? Okay. But, yeah, you got a situation where you get got to move like that against a guy like Elg. You better capitalize. One neutral on the escape for Elk. So we're back tied up two to two. We have one of the true fourth match play at one of the true fourth matches going on on mat number one. That's Mary's only chance for a qualifier. It's Taylor Nagel and Talon Wald of Minnesota State Moorhead. So one of four matches we've got over there. Now Elk driving in on a single, doubles off, drops Eggers to the mat, catches him on his back. He's got the claw. He's looking for some near fall points. Trying to drive him over. Gets two. And is he going to get two? Just two. So two and two. So now a 6-2 lead for Travis Elg. 
Gave up the first takedown against Eggers in the dual meet. Gave up the first takedown against Eggers here in the finals, but now up 6-2 to two with a 120 to go here in the first period. Jason Bryant called it. You were going to get a barn burner of a match here, and we've had it thus far. A wing-ding doodler. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, it's been good. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little Tony Mercurio. Elk still on top riding, even though... Eggers is coming around, trying to get the reversal. He's, he's chipping away at that riding time Eggers earned for that takedown earlier in the match. It is to 6-2 in favor of Elg with 50 seconds to go in this first period. And strange position here looking for the What is this? Is head. he reaching back? Head and this leg. is fundamentally terrible, but Elg's going to power through it. What is this? <laughs> One point escape by Eggers. Eggers now with an underhook, trying to drive him over. I'm sorry, that's just bad fundamental wrestling, Kyle. Never reach back. But entertaining wrestling. That was about as best. If we show this clip to anybody, we're going to show you here's what not to do. But we're also going to hear, show you, if you can do it, don't do it like this. But if you can do it like this, you'll be fine. 15 seconds I wouldn't, to go in the first I wouldn't period. teach that technique, Kyle. I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. Fireman's attempt underneath by Elg trying to keep that leg in. Look at that. Oh, very smart by Eggers to pull his hand out of the circle. Pulled his hand out of the circle to take away the situation to where a supporting port was still in bounds. So, you know, if you're outside of that circle and you get a guy circling, just be like, Yoop, I'm going to take my hand out. Yeah, you want me to do that sound effect again? Yeah, would you? The yoop. Yoop. We're going into the second period. It is six to 6-3 in favor of Travis Elg. He's in the purple singlet, and we have seen an outstanding first period between these two. Travis Elg of Minnesota State Mankato, your top seed, going against Travis Eggers of Upper Iowa University. And as Jason mentioned, this was a great match last time, and they have given us every bit of that in the first three minutes of the match. Eggers on top riding. He just took any riding time advantage away from Travis Elg. He's racking up a few seconds here. And we'll see if he can get a turn. He's looking for it here. He's got the bar. Now how about Elg reaching back? Comes back, gets a reversal. Now scoops up a leg, trying to get a cradle. He's still in bounds. Elg does have a cradle locked up, doesn't he, Kyle? He does have a cradle. What does this kid do? He has a cradle there near the edge of the mat. Looks like they're going to go out of bounds, but it's 8-3. to How does this kid do it? He comes up on some of the most crazy situations. Up eight to three. Up eight to three. One minute and twenty-three seconds to go. In the he's hard period. to define. He's hard to describe, but he's just fun to watch. Not exactly, you know, Ben Askren fun to watch, but he, he comes up with some situations where you're sitting there scratching your head, going, "WTF, mates?" One twenty-three to go. Second period. 157-pound final. Travis Elg, Travis Eggers. T.E. in the house both ways. The other nice. sound you hear in the background is a true fourth-place match between Taylor Nagel 
and Talon Ward, Wald rather. Nagel now trying it. They cross leg, Turk, cross leg arm, Turk, potentially dangerous. Almost a Navy ride type of situation there, Kyle. Then again, we're speaking regionally, where a <laughs> jackknife means something different. It does here than it does in Virginia. Three-quarter Nelson, by the way. Elk still trying to maintain control. This is a situation where we were talking about with the short wrestler trying to treetop the big wrestler. The long leg wrestler, it's really tough to, tough to see. We saw it last night in the junior college finals. Well, as they go out of bounds, it's 40 seconds to go in this second period. Elk still holds that lead. It's now 8-3. to three. As we come back to the center, Eggers is going to take the bottom position again. Elg has accumulated 42 seconds of riding time thus far. And they just kind of do the same thing. Three seconds off the clock, they go to bounds. Same position. 37 seconds to go in the second period. 45 seconds of riding time in favor of Elg with 37 seconds to go in period number two. Caution on Eggers. It's a little scolding there from Kevin Tan on the early start. Whistle blows. Tries to go up. Just a trip back to the mat. 30 seconds to go in the second period. And it looks like Elg has gotten his one minute of riding time. It is now 20 seconds to go in this second period. Elg leads 8-3. to three. One minute and six seconds of riding time. Eggers will again, as they go out of bounds, be back in the down position. 16 seconds to go in the second period. This is your championship final at 157 pounds. Eggers, kind of a quick move, looking for the reversal, tries to come around. Elk still has the leg. Doesn't look like he's going to be able to score on this. Calling stalling, stalling. on Interesting. Elk for just holding on. He was in the top position. I guess they're probably saying he wasn't trying to improve. Which I can actually agree with. He really wasn't trying to improve. <laughs> he's trying to hang on is what he was trying to do. Yep. So the match in the second period here is going to end 8-3 to three as they go into the final period with an 8-3 lead for Elg. One minute and 22 seconds of riding time as Eggers once again chooses bottom. Elg looks pretty uh, pretty fresh still in this uh, third period. He's, he's going to call for the intentional release. Let's Eggers know. Goes back around as he drives him out of bounds. Looks like these two kind of getting after it here, and uh, you have to like this in this championship finals at 157 pounds. It's been entertaining thus far. He is going to let him go now. Getting the escape, it's now 8-4. to four. Travis Elg leads with 1 minute and 45 seconds to go in this 157-pound championship final. In on a double leg, drives out of bounds. Can he score the takedown? 
switches off, gets it. A lot of hand fighting there on the edge, too, as he was sitting on his butt. Boom. Eggers just does not like being taken down by this guy. And now it is 10-4 as the uh, position we've been familiar with with the last several minutes. And the thing is, it's been a lot of bursts here. A lot of uh, wrestling where you go three seconds, they go out of bounds, see if they can stay in in the circle here for a little bit. One minute and 30 seconds to go in this match. 10-4 to four in favor of Travis Elg of Minnesota State. You have Eggers with the front headlock position here near the out-of-bounds circle. They're going to call a stalemate, and they're going to come back to the center. They'll be in the neutral position with one minute and 19 seconds to go in this 157-pound final. One minute and 31 seconds of riding time for Elg. He's controlled the majority of the match. And we have stall warning on Eggers. Both have a stall warning now. We reach one minute to go. And Eggers in on a shot. In on a head to the inside single. We have a dive through as Elg tries to go to the opposite leg. Looks more or less like he'll work for a stalemate position. Does not get it. Eggers gets the takedown. That makes the score 10-7 in favor of Travis Elg. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Looks like he can drop that riding time down with another... 15 seconds. He's got the leg boat in. Now he's going to try to clasp that arm. And he's going for back points here. He knows this is where he's going to get his... He's going to have to do it here because he he, I don't do think he's here. got enough time. He's, he's committed himself to the ride with 20 seconds to go in this match. 10 to 7. Riding he time has erased is gone. the riding time. So riding time will no longer be a factor. Tries the roll through there. Does not get it. 10 seconds to go. Calling it potentially dangerous. Out comes up. His shoulder is hurting. Do we ever see what happened with the true fifth over here? He did before. And just a nice step through. Gets the reversal. Excuse me. Two, two and point two. Near fall. So we get two and two. Gotta be got two, two and two. And two. You're right about that. He did get the reversal. So it should be 14 to 7. I don't know if 
they gave him the two, Jason. He should because if he got, should, but I don't see it on the. It's not on the board, but he got two. Or he counted two. He went two near fall, and he was on bottom. So he had to get the reversal, and he had to get two. Fourteen to seven is your final. Did not see who won. We'll run down to the table and see who won that true fifth match, true fourth match. Up next at 165 pounds, we have Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead. He was your top seed. He'll be going against Tim Matheson of Minnesota State Mankato. This is another Minnesota State wrestler in the finals. Minnesota State Mankato in the purple is Matheson. He's your three seed. He defeated Tad Merritt of St. Cloud State in the semifinals. By a score of 6-2. to two. Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead dominating into the finals. He wins by fall in 4 minutes and 36 seconds and also picks up a 17-9 major decision in the semifinals over Marcus Edgington of Augustana. This is your final at 165 pounds. Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead against Tim Matheson of Minnesota State Mankato. As we mentioned, Tubbs in the black singlet and Matheson in the purple. Looked like he kind of got uh, his shoulder dinged up there. Wants to know if he wants to take injury time. Might be a little stinger there, but two minutes and 19 seconds to go here in the first period. In on a single leg shot, head to the inside single, finishes it quickly, does Tubbs. He takes the lead 2-0, to zero, intentionally release. It is now 2-1 to one on the scoreboard with two minutes to go in this championship final at 165 pounds. Near the edge of the mat, kind of a shot by Matheson. They both go out of bounds. One minute and 52 seconds to go in this first period. And it looks like Matheson still may be a little buzzed by that, uh, what could be a stinger. And they're going to go back to the center here. One minute and 52 seconds to go in this first period. And Jason, update? Yeah, Talon Wald of uh, Minnesota State Moorhead was your winner for true fourth at 157 pounds. Midway through this first period, Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead scores on that head to the inside single. He leads two to one. Goes for another shot, go out of bounds. Come back to the center with one minute and 20 seconds to go in this first period. Six seconds of riding time, Tubbs. And we were both impressed by Tubbs earlier in the early going here with the major and the fall in his first two matches of the day. Matheson, 9-5, had a scrappy win over Phillip Downs and then upset Tad Merritt of St. Cloud State, 6-2. Now there's a takedown by Tubbs looking for some near-fall points. Only gets two. He gets two near fall, and he gets one on the escape. So now six to two in favor of Tyler Tubbs of Minnesota State Moorhead. 
30 seconds to go in the first period. 6-2 to two in, failer, in favor of Tyler Tubbs. Tubbs now trying to snake a leg on Matheson. He's head to the inside single there. Eight seconds to go as they go out of bounds. Six seconds to go in the first period. Tubbs still has that 6-2 to two lead. Mankato has won three finals tonight. And they are the team champion. Pretty much locked up, yeah. If you win in the finals here, you're going to an additional four points for your team if you win by decision. Well, we get blood, so while we do that, I'm going to swap something out real quick. Come back to action here in the second period. Score six to two. Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead in the black singlet. Wow, the timing on that was great. <laughs> like a little bit of tape left. Nice yeah. work. He's not the best color man in the league for nothing, folks. <laughs> Major League? Yes, it was. All right, we have one minute and 45 seconds to go in this second period. And we have Tim Matheson on top writing. Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead. Moorhead Tubbs has the lead, 6-2. to two. He's on bottom right now. One minute and 39 seconds to go in the second period. And wiping up a little blood here. We've seen a lot of that today. We've talked about that a lot during the broadcast. It's been kind of a uh, bloody tournament as far yeah, as Yeah, it, it really has. Norton. We are in the Super Regional 365-pound finals. Northern Sun Conference. Northern Sun Conference. <laughs> and it looks like he's going for a reversal. It does get it. Comes out, gets the reversal. That Eight makes to two score. now. Eight to two. Tubbs is looking very good. Of course, that goes without saying. He's up 8-2 to two in the finals. And lets him go intentionally. Picks up an escape point. Does Matheson. That makes the score 8-3 to three with 1 minute and 19 seconds to go in this second period. They will be in the neutral position. here for both wrestlers. Goes for a little fireman's carry attempt. They go out of bounds. 57 seconds to go in the second period. 8-3. to three. Tubbs, your leader. And we go back and we have a little more blood time. Kyle Klingman joined alongside Jason Bryant yo. of Wrestling 411. Yo, yo. That's wrestling411.tv. 
those of you who join us regularly Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central. Check us out. We have 40 seconds to go in the second period. 8-3 lead for Tubbs. Oh, nice, nice duck under. Gets the takedown. 10-3 lead now as time is expiring in this second period. Picks up another takedown. And they get an escape point there, does Matheson. So it's now 10 to 4, going in with 20 seconds left in this second period. No riding time at all. Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead leading right now, 10 to 4. And when you say no riding time, it's zero riding time. Yeah, it's zero. There's a snap down. And two more. So 12 to 4, ending the second period. Working on a major decision. And we've got more blood on the mat. A 3-1 lead over there for Phillip Downs in the true fourth match over Brady Hakeman. Oh, excuse me, Brett Hakeman. I've been wanting to call him Brady all year. I don't know why. But uh, Hakeman, that's Brett from Upper Iowa. Trailing Phillip Downs. And this is the kid that one of the guys from Upper Iowa that looked over and said, oh, i got to wrestle again. Tyler Tubbs currently leading 12 to 4 at 165 pounds over Tim Matheson of Minnesota State Mankato. One of six Mankato Mavericks into the finals tonight. Start the clock. We enter the third period. Let's him go intentionally. That brings the score to 12 to 5 in favor of Tubbs. Haven't seen the uh, scoreboard updated yet. Scoreboard updated yet, but uh, we kind of have it mentally there for you. Third period in that true fourth match. It's three to two over there. Imagine that. They need to start the clock too. Haven't started the clock. Wish I could yell down there, Jason. That's uh, frustrating when the clock isn't even going. Six Probably close to 10 seconds there. The clock was not going. One minute and 34 seconds. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this match, championship match, 165 pounds. Tyler Tubbs has been dominant the entire time. Did they choose neutral? Because that's the only thing I can think of. One minute, 15 seconds. There we go. 12-5. It's updated now. 
Matheson with a snap down. Trying to work that front head. Doesn't want to give up that major. Here they contingent behind you. That's the Northern State fans. They want a qualifier. Well, they've got one already, but they want some more. They want more, man. Downs was unseated coming in. One minute to go in this match. 12 to 5. Tyler Tubbs of Moorhead, your leader. He's in on a shot. See if he can switch off and get the takedown. Looks like this will be a stalemate position, and it is. Potentially dangerous, actually. They're going to go back to the neutral position. Seven-point lead for Tubbs. He needs a takedown to get that extra point for his team. Will he get it, Jason Bryant? I don't know. Matheson still shooting. Thirty seconds to go in the match. Stall warning on downs over on that second match. Hakeman gonna snap, and downs unseated over on the true fourth match is gonna win three to two. So Northern State gets another qualifier. Again, that match doesn't mean anything on the team score. 15 seconds to go, 12-5 to 5 lead for Tyler Tubbs over Tim Matheson of Minnesota State Mankato. Doesn't look like this one's going to change too much here at the very end. 3, 2, and 1, so 12-5. to 5. We've only had, we've actually had some very exciting matches here in the finals, Kyle. Yeah, guess what? Good. No bonus points. Yeah, we haven't had any bonus points. And we've missed it on the last two matches by one point. And we missed it there, too. And, you know, rather interesting, to say the least. Well, we come up to 174 pounds. You're going to see the top seed Mitch Norton of Upper Iowa University. He'll be in the black and Columbia blue going against Derek Scala of St. Cloud State. He's going to be in the black with the red and white stripe on the side. Scala got here with two pins in a row, one minute and 40 seconds in the quarterfinals, 4.48 in the semifinals. Norton had a technical fall and a 6-3 win. They're going to meet here to decide who the champion is, 174 pounds. All right, we they go out of bounds here. 20 seconds into the match, no score. Norton, as we mentioned, from Upper Iowa, your top seed, going against the number two seed, Derek Scala of St. Cloud State. So, seedings playing out here, Jason, with 30 seconds into the match. No scoring, kind of has a two-on-one there on the edge of the mat. Breaks free. Call a stalemate. Back to the center. Two minutes and 14 seconds to go in this first period. A couple powerful kids here. Scala's gotten two falls on the way here in the finals. Minnesota State looking in a true fourth match over here with Ben Becker on mat number five. So... Another wrestler for. Actually, what are we doing over here? Is this Ben Becker? Do I have this right? 
Becker and Bowden. We have a single leg huh. shot there. He gets in. On, nope. They called the two initially. They wave it off, which was the right call. Scala still on the shot on the edge of the mat. Norton tries to go through and grab the ankle. Scala still working to bring him back into the center. And he's able to hip out. Both go out of bounds. No scoring. One minute and 19 seconds to go in this first period. You know, Northern State's going to be involved in one, two, three, four of the five true fourth matches. That's just very interesting. As both of these guys trade low ankle attacks. Trade low, trade low, trade low. We are under a minute to go here in the first period at 174-pound final. little drag attempt there. No score, 45 seconds in the first period. Becker got a cradle locked up over there on one. Keep an eye on that one for you. Have risk control here by Norton. Look at that. Nice switch off. Gets the takedown. Oh, that's nice. Goes out of bounds. Scala takes a 2-0 lead with just about exactly 15 seconds to go. They go out of bounds 13 seconds to go in the first period. Your second seed, Derek Scala of St. Cloud State, gets on the board first with an impressive takedown on the edge of the mat. He leads 2-0. Three finals tonight involving, there have been three of our ten finals involving wrestlers from Upper Iowa against St. Cloud. They're one and one against each other. Upper Iowa's Trevor Franklin and beat Josh Williams at 133. Gabe Suarez won it. In the match here, tell you what, interesting. Norton comes right back, gets the reversal, pretty much negates that takedown of Scala. So it's 2-2 two to two heading into the second period. Yeah, so three of the four matches St. Cloud is in the finals. They wrestle Upper Iowa. And three of the four matches at Upper Iowa is in the finals. They wrestle St. Cloud. The only difference is where Travis Eggers wrestled Travis Elg of Mankato at 157. And then Brad Padgett of St. Cloud will wrestle Nick Henning of Augustana at 184 pounds. Other than those two finals, the other, the other schools have met three times. Well, we have an escape here by Mitch Norton of Upper Iowa. That makes the score 3-2. to two. One minute and 40 seconds to go in the second period. And it goes out of bounds there. One minute and 31 seconds in the second period. Three to two. Mitch Norton leads. St. Cloud State in St. Cloud, Minnesota, Upper Iowa, Fayette, Iowa. Upper Iowa, the only Division II school in the state of Iowa. The great wrestling tradition that Iowa has, they're the only Division II representation that the state of Iowa has is Upper Iowa. They were a Division III school that went Division II a couple years ago, actually three or four years ago. Old Iowa Conference member. Old Iowa Conference school. 50 seconds to go in this second period. And we have stall warning against Mitch Norton of Upper Iowa. 
You know, it's funny is now if Becker wins this match over here for Mankato, they're going to qualify all ten. I had not, I had not noticed that. Good, I like that stat. All ten for team champion Minnesota State Mankato. Yeah, and they have to take a true fourth to do it. They're up six nothing with riding time in the second period. Well, right now it's five to two is another takedown for Mitch Norton of Upper Iowa. Give St. Cloud some credit. They've had a pretty good tournament here. Kind of really su- have. surprising second place. We'll have to look at the final team standings. I think they're close to second. Of course, and, and then we'll see Augustana for the first time in the finals here starting at 184 as they have 84-97 in heavyweight. Time winds down there in the second period. 5-2 to two score in favor of Mitch Norton of Upper Iowa. Heading into the third period. Derek Scala will take the down position. Working for the escape here, still trying to ride tough, kind of going for the reversal, but counters it well. Norton still on top riding because they have not awarded any points for Scala, so that riding time clock will continue to go up. And he just stays the position, scrambles out of it. Scala tries to get the escape and does not. He is in a tilt position here. Trying not to give up the back points. Can't see if they've given a count there. Can you, Jason? I only saw one count. Only see a one count there, so no points scored, but he is still on in the top position, riding tough. They go out of bounds. One minute and five seconds to go in the match. One minute and six seconds of riding time for Mitch Norton. How tough would Upper Iowa be this year if they had Tyler Mumbleau in the lineup? Ooh. Yeah, they. Uh, Kyle Pedretti's done a very good job, and it was a very tough kid anyway, but... Mumbleo, I mean, just it's another All-American out of the lineup. Pedretti could have a good tournament next week and could play, so I think he's got the ability to. 55 seconds to go here in the third period. Mitch Norton. I'm really looking forward to that Division II tournament. I really am. Just looking to see some of these teams you don't see very often. You don't see Western State. You don't see Adams State too often. Well, and Nebraska-Omaha has that uh, that great tradition, so we're going to look forward to see them too. Omaha, Kearney. Yep. You know, can Mankato give him a run, qualifying all 10? From what we've seen here, I think they can. I think they can uh, be right in the hunt of things, thick of things. You know, is Newberry for real? Yeah, Newberry. <laughs> they got to the finals of the national duel. Well, they're really going to – they took a hit, too. They lost Sean Burns at the region. He, uh, Mikey Rogers from Carson Newman, a uh, former national runner-up, got upset in the quarters, came back through and knocked out Sean Burns, uh, the number six seed, from placing top four. And that was before the Concy semis. That was in the Concy quarter. So and one of Newberry's best kids not going to be able to go to Nationals. And that really takes a hit for the nameless uh, Newberry Indians, former team formerly known as the Indians. And Norton going to take a last takedown, 7-3. to three, And a riding time point going to make it 8-3. to three. So Upper Iowa and the Peacocks with an 8-3 victory. And Mitch Norton at 174 pounds. And 9 10-0 is going to be the victory for Ben Becker. Takes that true fourth. 
And he's going to make the qualification numbers for Mankato. All right, Jason, we have the final of 184 pounds. We have the top seed, Brad Pageant of St. Cloud State. He's going against the number three seed, Nick Henning of Augustana. And it looks like uh, Pageant had a 17 to 5 win in the quarterfinals, 12 to 5 win over Aaron Nordgren in the semifinals. Henning had a pin in his quarterfinal match, followed by a 4 2 win over Tyler Johnson of SMSU. And we have another true fourth match going on at 184 pounds. Chad nice Gibson. Fireman's carry out of bounds there. Pageant in the black with the red and white stripe. Henning with the yellow singlet, solid yellow. Gold with Augie across the front. Thought it'd be pretty, pretty festive. Boy, I hope so. We've seen some festive matches. Festivus. A lot of seven-point wins. For the rest of us. You familiar with the term? No. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, wrestlers aren't. <laughs> three matches to go. The last three finals, we'll see three wrestlers from Augustana. 84-97 and heavyweight. We have not seen them in the finals since then, uh, well, since we've started. Slow shot underneath by Henning Paget. Looked to go quickly for the cradle, but could have scored. Uh, Tony Geeling over there on mat number one, wrestling for true fourth. After he had been defeated for third place, turns around and realizes he's got to wrestle again. He takes the lead. Paget trying to drive out of bounds and over under throw. On the edge, I don't think we're going to see that in the middle, though. Both of these kids imposing forces, though, on the mat. Very well put together. Driving double by Henning, tries to suck in that leg. Works to shelf it. And Padgett just says, nope, I'm going to take my leg back. <laughs> One minute and 45 seconds remaining in this first period. No score. I'm Kyle Klingman, joined alongside Jason Bryant. We're with Wrestling411.tv. No single shot there, out of bounds, doesn't get the points. Back to the neutral position with one minute, 28 seconds to go in this first period. One tie here. Had a couple interesting shots that went out of bounds. See if anything happens here. Nothing doing. They're going to go back to the center of the mat. One minute and seven seconds to go in this period. Kind of a reach shot there by Henning. Able to get back to the front headlock position here. That's kind of the over-under. Looks like he's kind of going for a cement mixer position. 
kind of another, goes for a lateral another drop, throw slips. attempt and slipped Not on the yet. edge. Went to the well one too many times there as he had already kind of shown his hand a little bit. Now a 2-0 lead for Brad Paget. I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening as this has been the Northern Sun broadcast of the NSIC Region 3, North Region, whatever you want to call it. I'm calling it the Northern Sun because that's what all these teams here are. The NCAA board says Region 3, Super Region Tournament, but it's the old North Region. Wrestling 411.tv, Jason Bryant and Kyle Kleeman here. With this assistant Northern Sun, Paget looking for the fall. Gets some near fall points. Looks like we're going to have two. Awarded, I don't see three, so a 4-0 lead for Brad Paget of South, excuse me, St. Cloud State University. Ten no. seconds to go in the period. Paget has that 4-0 lead. Tries to go for a little tilt there. Unable to get that. Time expires in the first period. 4-0 lead for Brad Paget of St. Cloud State. He's wrestling Nick Henning of Augustana. And as Jason mentioned, we have uh, kind of a string of Augustana wrestlers coming up in the next few weight classes. Three straight. Three straight. This is the first of three. Starting the match out, we have an escape right away, and that makes the score 5-0. to zero. Paget, your leader. Well, 148 going here in the second period. 42 seconds of riding time for Paget with a 5 0 lead. The true fourth match is 2 0 in favor of Tony Geeling over on mat number one. We'll keep an eye on that. Riding time ticking away as Chad Gibson of Northern State negating the riding time with under a minute to go there on mat number two in the second period. Excuse me, on mat number one in the second period. Head to the inside, single attempt there, gets the takedown. Paget adds two more points to his lead. That means the score is 7-0 to zero with one minute and 20 seconds to go in the second period. And he is accumulating some riding time right now to Jason. Closing in on that minute, and he gets it right now. One minute of riding time for Brad Paget of St. Cloud State. And there is one minute to go in this second period. Four minutes into the match. 7-0 lead for Brad Paget as he's riding tough here. We'll see if Henning can get out, get the escape point, get his first point of this match. Goes nice back job. Down, drops of keep, down to the leg. Nice job of Paget keeping the action in the center of the mat, of course, with that supporting point. Working that riding time a minute and 23 seconds. What the heck is going on over here in the mat number one? We've got... End of the second period, a 3-0 lead. For Chad Gibson, tra- actually trailing Tony Geeling. Now one-point escape over here on the main mat in our championship final. Oh, there's always a critic. Back to action. 33 seconds ago, second period. Paget looking for inside control. Now work for the front headlock. It's kind of hard to say anything. We got these Augustana fans in front of us. <laughs> you say the wrong thing, they're going to turn on us. Paget countering the front headlock, spins around. 
trying to keep the supporting point inside and does. You see it right there. Drops the foot in on the edge, gets two points. Nine to one now with riding time. Seven seconds to go here in the second period. Tony Geeling up 3-0 in the third period over there on mat number one in the true fourth match. The winner of that will qualify for nationals at 184 pounds. Geeling, of course, was pinned by Aaron Nordgren in the third place match. And now another two-point takedown with a snap and spin over on mat one. End of the second period on mat number two. And we will start neutral with heading trailing Brad Paget of St. Cloud State 9-1. to one. 10 to 1 if you want to count the riding time. And this has been a good match for Brad Pageant of St. Cloud State. Really has taken a, a lot of offense here. 9 to 1, 1 minute and 40 seconds to go in the third period. Your 184 pound final. Comes around, looks like he's going to score another two points. Padgett's looked very good, very good this year. Excuse me, this this day, as a matter of fact. It's working with a major and then a 12-5 on the way here. Henning had a fall and a two-point decision over second seed Tyler Johnson to get here. A minute 10 to go, 11-1 to one with riding time in favor of Brad Padgett of St. Cloud State. One minute to go in the match, 11-1. to one. Brad Padgett currently leads Padgett on top riding. He's accumulated two minutes and ten seconds of riding time thus far. And it looks like he's going to cruise to a win here. Stall call on bottom against Nick Henning of Augustana. 30 seconds to go here in the match. goes to the head. They're going to give him one point for the escape. Comes out. It's now 11-2. to two. Come back to the center. 20 seconds to go here in this final period at 184 pounds. So 5-1, to 6-1. to one. We're riding time for Tony Geeling. We'll take true fourth. Nine seconds to go. So three, two, and one, a 12-2 major decision. And that's going to improve Brad Padgett. 21 and six on the season, your champion at 184 pounds. Again, a 12-2 major decision. Again, through fourth went to Tony Geeling of Upper Iowa, six to one. That's our first bonus points of the finals. Up next is the 197-pound final. Top seed Pat Mahan of Minnesota State Mankato enters this final with two consecutive falls in the first period. He's going against Tyler Copsey of Augustana. He's gotten here via a 9-0 major decision and a 2-1 win in the semifinals. Top two seeds meet here in the finals. Pat Mahan in the purple and black singlet. Working on the front headlock right away, trying to drop 
Copsey down to his base. These Both these guys are home run hitters. And we'll see if we can Six see. falls on the year for Copsey coming in 21 and 6. So two more wins, 23 and 6 on the season. Pat Mahan, as we have mentioned, signed out of high school, out of Owatonna. He's from right down the road, I guess about two hours east of here on U.S. 14 at Owatonna High School, one of the top programs, high school programs, not just in the state of Minnesota, but in the nation. Coach Scott Davis, well over 800 wins, 800 dual meet wins for Scott Davis out there in Owatonna. Was a junior freestyle national runner-up and had originally signed with uh, your alma mater, Kyle, Northern Iowa, before saying, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going to head back closer to home. And uh, Owatonna now a little closer to Mankato. And Pat Mahan been very successful. Is now 22 and five on the year. When well, as these two two guys go after it, looks like like you said they are home run hitters. Well, and this one went like into overtime. The last time they met, that was back in January 23rd. It was 2-1 in overtime. So I'm guessing while they've both got the propensity to pick up the fall, Mahan has two of them here today. Copsey has a major decision and a 2-1 decision. Well, but this 2-1 sudden victory, I'm assuming that was either a stall call or a... Well, it could just be listed wrong. And now there's a nice little dump there on the edge. Well, fireman's carry for two points. Tommy Abbott, a la, <laughs> teaching the big man some moves. So a 2-0 lead, 113 to go. First period here at 197 pounds. And our second to last final of the day. It looks like Minnesota State has it all wrapped up. They have qualified all 10 wrestlers for... The national championships in two weeks from the University of Houston, part of the NCAA Division II Winter Sports Festival. And now Mahan trying to work on that two-on-one tilt. Got one shoulder down. He's got one count. No. And now he's got one. And there's two. So Copsey gives up two near fall. We'll wait to see if he's broken off the move. Yes, he has changed the move up. So two near fall, 4-0 is the lead for Pat Mahan of Minnesota State University, Mankato. Not exactly the best time to bring up my notebook here. <laughs> As I purchased it at a fine little bookstore in Mankato. 20 seconds to go in this first period of the 197-pound final. Pat Mahan currently leads 4-0 to zero, thanks to a takedown and two near-fall points. Two-on-one bar tilt. Kept it tight. We got a 4-1 lead over on Matt Number one for the true fourth match between the Brett Foshim of Northern State and Luke Munkowitz of St. Cloud State. I believe that is our last true fourth match. And it's the last one involving Northern State who's gone one and two in four of those five matches. Pat Tim's definitely got at least two guys going next week. Tyler Copsey is in the down position. Copsey in that yellow singlet. You know what? Mahan just kind of lets him go. First point on the board for Copsey. That makes the score 4-1 to one in favor of Pat Mahan of Minnesota State. They're just going for a uh, collar tie here. Collar and elbow tie. Kind of the clock ticking down here. One minute and 35 seconds in this second period to go.
One minute and 15 seconds to go in this second period. Four to one year lead for Pat Mahan of Minnesota State Mankato. Minnesota State Mankato, your team champion. They will send all 10 wrestlers to the NCAA Division II tournament in Houston, Texas in less than two weeks. Under a minute to go here now. One minute and 21 seconds of riding time on the clock for Mahan. This is another one of those battles of the one versus two seed. Wrestled to the seed and... Mahan wrestling like he is the number one seed right now. Has a 4-1 to one lead on the scoreboard. 40 seconds to go in this second period. Both these wrestlers with uh, over 20 wins on the year. Thanks. Let me double check that on Copsy real quick. I believe I said that in the pre-match introduction. I don't know if I was confusing him or the previous. Yeah, they, they both have at least 21 wins on the season. So, And as Jason mentioned, this is the second of three wrestlers for Augustana in a row. And the first of two head-to-heads in the last two matches between Mankato and Augustana. We got Brady Wilson coming up at heavyweight and taking on Augustana's Lance Peters in the final at 285 pounds. Not a lot of action here as time winds down in the second period. The second period will end... Four to one, one minute and 21 seconds of riding time on the clock for Pat Mahan. It's a pretty boring period, if you ask me. I'm just calling it like I see it. <laughs> I'm glad you're calling it like you see it. Jason Bryant, I'm Kyle Klingman, wrestling 411.tv. Hooking, looking for a little cradle there. Topsy had it there momentarily. Mahan tripoding up. Copsy hanging on with that claw ride. Posting on the inside thigh. Now just cuts him free. And he Gets the riding, the riding time. time. Yep. So now a 5-1 to one lead. Knows it's going to take two or three takedowns to make this happen. We're down to one minute and 15 seconds to go in this 197-pound final. Pat Mahan currently leading 5-1. to one. Riding time not a factor right now. now one minute to go. Yep, under a minute. Munkowitz leading 6-1 with riding time over on Matt number one in that true, fit, true fourth match. I'm so not used to saying true fourth. It's not a concept I'm aware of very much. Yep. It doesn't happen often, but when you qualify for a tournament... We're going like to see it a lot more now, especially yeah. in the Division One ranks you with are. this uh, you know, fourth place and third place meeting things. Boy, not a lot of action here at all. Copsy really not wanting to get after it. Both standing around. 20 seconds to go in this match. And it's probably going to end this way. No legitimate shots by either wrestler. It's 5-1 to one on the scoreboard as they go out of bounds. Ten seconds to go. From what we've seen, I'm guessing that's the way this match is going to end. Unless there's some wild scramble. Don't see it coming. Kind of a half shot there by Copsy. And it will end that way. 5-1, to one, your winner, Pat Mahan, Minnesota State Mankato, gets another champion. He wins 5-1 to one over... Tyler Copsey of Augustana College.
And Jason, we go into the last match of the night. Well, we're gonna, I think we're going to wait until the last minute and 20 seconds of this true fourth match at 197, I believe. I think that's what we're going to wait on. A minute 10 to go. We'll just slide on over there. It's 6-1, to one, Luke Munkowitz of St. Cloud State. Leading Brent Foshim of Northern State. Under a minute to go. 6-1 to one lead for Munkowitz with riding time. This will be uh, our last match of the day. It's been a long one. We started this broadcast right around noontime today. Did two straight rounds of quarters and semis. Took a little breather. Then third. Then we did some uh, fifth place matches. Then we had the finals. Then we had some true fourth along with it. And we'd like to thank the folks, including Nick Corder, Corner at the Northern Sun Conference and the entire staff here at Southwest Minnesota State, the entire sports information staff, Kelly Loft and crew, really uh, been very hospitable. And uh, I'm going to say the hospitality room is pretty solid, too. Oh, they, you know how I judge a hospitality Look at me. I'm a big guy. I judge a quality tournament by its hospitality room. And so right now, the Lone Star Duels is number one in the country. Number one. Followed by the Virginia Duels. And then uh, this is right up there. We'll have to, we'll have to gauge the nationals because uh, I didn't think the – Juco's were too bad. But anyway, up. We're at live action here on the heavyweight final, our last championship match. Brady Wilson out of Fairbolt, Minnesota. As we mentioned, home of some really fine blue cheese, Fairbolt dairies, but that has nothing to do with wrestling. But And he's going against the three seed Lance Peters. He won an exciting match. We that both was crazy. Yeah, he, he fought off his back, was basically flattened by a reverse trip right to his back with double unders in. He was just planted. I mean, most most mortal human beings would have not, A, survived, B, gotten up, or three, kept their ribs intact because they just popped right there. Big fan of what Lance Peters did in that match. Showed a lot of heart. He's an undersized heavyweight. He is the last of three wrestlers for August power double a la Ooh. Stephen Neal. That was... Wow. Nice power double. The thing is, was it a double or did he just pick up the right leg with the right hand and then finish, pick up the rest of him with the leg? It looked like the entire right well, half of his body was picked up and Brady Wilson going right to a cradle. When they met earlier this year, it ended by a fall in the first period. And Brady Wilson, a Minnesota State man, Cato looking for the fall. And there it is. One minute, two seconds, if they ever stop the clock. Got the fall, 158-102. So, man, Cato. Gets the win. Luke Munkelwitz, 9-1 into the national championships. So that's the only fall we had in the finals. Got to get the tape out and we'll be good to go. Uh, yeah. Hit the stop button and then boom. The red button and push that up. Boom, tape, good. As we're multitasking here. And Luke Munkelwitz with the major decision. We're going to hang tight. Brett Foshim, 9-1, was uh, Luke Munkowitz was the winner, 9-1. We're waiting for the final team scores. But here's what we'll do. We'll recap the finals. Andy Forster of Minnesota State Mankato, a winner over Corbin Surratt of Northern State. 8-2 at 125 pounds. At 133 pounds, it was Trevor Franklin of Upper Iowa picking up a 9-6 decision over Josh Williams of St. Cloud State. At 141 pounds, it was Gabe Suarez of St. Cloud State earning an 8-1 victory over J.R. Baker of Upper Iowa. At 149 pounds, your champion was Tommy Abbott of Minnesota State Mankato who picked up an 11-5 decision over Jacob Roberts of St. Cloud State. 
at 157 pounds. It was Travis Elg of Minnesota State Mankato picking up a very emotional and heated 14-7 victory over Travis Eggers of Upper Iowa. Tyler Tubbs of Minnesota State Moorhead gave the Dragons their lone champion with a 12-5 victory over Tim Matheson of Minnesota State Mankato. At 174 pounds, it was Mitch Norton of Upper Iowa picking up an 8-3 decision over Derek Scala of St. Cloud State. At 184 pounds, St. Cloud got back on the winning ways with Brad Padgett picking up the only major decision of the finals, beating Nick Henning of Augustana 12-2. Pat Mahan of Minnesota State Mankato gave the Mavs another champion, defeating Tyler Copsey of Augustana 5-1 at 197 pounds. And Brady Wilson ended it all with a fall with a cradle, giving Minnesota State Mankato another champion, beating Lance Peters of Augustana in one minute and two seconds. So for Kyle Klingman, Jason Bryant from right here in the staff, everybody at the Northern Sun Conference and Wrestling 411, we thank you for joining in and tuning in. We'll see you next week. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, the Division Three champions, will join you in studio Tuesday, 7 p.m. What a weekend, and we'll see you soon.